Welcome everyone to episode 97 of the Slow Spin Society podcast. My name is Amanda and joining me today as always is Rob. Hey guys. So Fix Gear Jesus, aka Paul, can't be with us today (laughs) as he just got back from Japan and is settling down in France uh, with quite a big jet lag. Yeah. Yeah, 13 hour difference. So letting him recover from that. Yeah. And today we will be talking about biking and mental toughness. And, and mental health in general, yeah. fitness over yeah. the winter months, because it's, I think it's an interesting subject to, to approach because, yeah, it's, we all talk about cycling and the beauty of it and going out, but actually getting out and doing stuff in the winter is, can be tricky. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know and who didn't listen to the, the pre-show... pre-show Rob and I are actually together Sat in the same room in the same room in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, I just moved to Berlin, and if you want to know why, oh, yeah. you'll have I... to listen to the pre and after show about my new job. Yeah, um, and how it was a crazy adventure moving from Montreal to Hamburg and then back from Hamburg to Berlin. So perfect, though. Yeah, listen to the pre and after show if you want to know all about that crazy yeah. adventure. Yeah, yeah. So we're here in Berlin. Um. I'm going to start because I'm really struggling. Like, I've put on so much weight. I don't even have the motivation to get out for any kind of fitness ride at the moment. Let Lo and behold, just going to on the bike for a quick, even cutting across the city. London has been cold. Berlin, I don't particularly have a bike in Berlin at the moment. And this last month, my motivation to go out and actually do anything... It's, it's really struggling. And that affects me on a daily basis. I'm busy, yeah. I, you know, everything's quite busy at the moment. But all I want is also to be physically exhausted as well as mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. Because I find being mentally exhausted is one thing. But then when you feel like you haven't done anything physically, that really fucks with me, I think. Mm. Yeah. It's hard to find that balance, I'd say. But also... I think when it comes to, let's say, on the other spectrum, if you're training a lot, yeah, for you, then you also can become physically and mentally exhausted. Yeah. You know, people who are training just to, you know, be in fit and shape for the race season coming up, and you have to work full time, you have to commute to work, find the time to train. Yeah. Um, it's definitely. I mean, you've got a full time job now. You mm-hmm. just moved back from. You went to Canada for a bit, and you come back. How are you going to try and train and how are you going to fit that in? When yeah. when do you think you'll be even... You're working like Monday to Friday, yeah. 9 to 5. Yeah, and it's... And it's shit weather. It's shit weather. And also, it's my new job at Standard. It's so far away from my flat. It's about a 16-kilometer ride, an hour commute, um, either by train or by bike. It'll be like the same amount of time. Um, yeah. I think in my case, right now, I don't even have either the motivation to ride that much. I have kind of the motivation to do other things. I was thinking of actually getting into boxing. Ah. I did a boxing class when I just got here, so on Monday. Did you? Yeah. How was it? It was quite, it was fun. It was nice to get back into physical, yeah. Yeah, physical yeah, activity. Yeah. I was super sore the next day, but it was a good sore. Um, 
Yeah, if J-Ball's listening to this, yeah, he's going to yeah, be yeah, happy yeah. that I'd get into <laughs> boxing. I did a little bit when I was younger. but um, Did he have his first fight? I think so, yeah. Because yeah, I know it was coming that. up. Yeah. I wonder how he did. Yeah. I was, yeah, I, I was just like, oh my God, I want to do something. Yeah, so I was like, right, I'm going to climb a wall or just something. Mm-hmm. I just, in London, I've literally had such busy days, maybe the BMX for an hour, but then it's fucking cold and mm. miserable and wet and grey. Mm. I find it so hard. Yeah. But is there a is there a positive to especially for you who trains most of the year round? Is there a positive to taking this time to hibernate a bit, eat a bit more, like not put so much pressure on yourself, or do you feel the pressure because it's harder to get out? I think it's that it's yeah. this a uh, second one. It's, yeah. You know, you have this pressure because you're thinking, okay, in a couple of months, it's race season. People, you kind of see on Strava, everyone on the trainer, um, everyone's in, uh, Zwifting and training for <laughs> for the new season coming and people want to be on the podium. And it's like this energy of, okay, the race season is coming. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. get your shit together. And, you know, you have the next four months, it's dark and cold and... And it's um, Berlin, and it's even fucking darker and cold. Yeah, so... Do you think you'll use the commute to work as a bit of a train? I think... I don't know about training, but I think it'll definitely be more of a way to escape and have, you know, to, yeah. to make me feel good. Um, to wake to up, you know... And release some endorphins. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. It's, and it's a good amount of of a ride you know it's not like a 4k ride it's a nice 16k ride so af- you have to get and into after. it your legs have to wake up and yeah 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 and i was thinking of converting actually the ranger that i have um putting like a pannier in the front yeah, yeah. um maybe one break since i'm in berlin Put a front disc brake on yeah front yeah. disc brake i'm just not down to deal with the cops and if it's gonna just be my nice commuter bike yeah. It's not going to be a racing bike or whatever, so I'll just, yeah, throw on a brake. Nice, wide, grip your tires for the winter. Yeah. Got, yeah. I mean, I have rode the Ranger two win- two winters now, mm-hmm. one in Berlin and one in London, and I put, yeah, full fenders on. Mm-hmm. I put a, uh, a la- full lights built into it. I had the dynamo front wheel with the disc yeah. brake on, and it's perfect. Yeah. You, it, it, it literally is perfect. Mm-hmm. You can, because it's going to get really snowy here. Mm-hmm. Nice. And icy. I I like that. I know you like yeah. it at home, but yeah. it's not like that here. Here, yeah. It's it's a bit more chaotic. It's here. slushy, dirty. Mm. The roads are ming- like horribly yeah. disgusting, and every and you're covered in shit. Mm. It's not like going out in Canada where, it, mm. but I guess in Canada it's the same on the streets. It can be very yeah. slushy yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, like the, a nice snowfall and you know a huge snowstorm. It's such a fun vibe to go out on the bike and. It's snowing and there's these huge, huge snowflakes falling, mm. um, and you're just, you know, trying to ride through the the thick snow, but then it eventually does. When it gets warmer, it gets all slushy and everything is brown and yeah, and the... wet. Um, but it uh, there's something about I find winter and doing sports outside in the winter. It's just such a nice feeling, you know. When you go back inside, you're you're um, cheeks defrost yeah, 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 yeah. and you know you just want to sit around like a fire yeah. or some, drink, drink some cocoa tea. and drink yeah. tea and you know even if you go like running outside cycling even i mean cross-country skiing that we do in, in montreal in the streets it's uh cross-country skiing is like the slow walking one yeah yeah is that fun 
I've never tried it actually. It looks terrible. <laughs> looks like a boomer sport. No offense. Totally, totally. <laughs> it looks like if I'm gonna go skiing, I want to go fucking yeah, downhill. Exactly. You know what I mean? Go fast. Yeah, Are you planning yeah. to go skiing at all? Because you can take the car to Austria. You could go. Yeah, I would really. Yeah, so anyone listening, actually, if anyone's a skier yeah, yeah, yeah. or a backcountry mountaineering or backcountry skier, snowboarder, um, I have a lot of experience and I'm trying to find people There's to so go out to. There's so many places around here that you can get to really, qu- <clears throat> really quickly. Yeah, and just take a train like down to yeah. Munich and go skiing. Or t- more towards skiing. Austria. Yeah. It's yeah, really well. quick. The Alps. Because I know Matty has uh, a place which in the winter is covered in snow or mm-hmm. near to a ski resort, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is only like a three-hour drive. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so I'm super, super keen on wanting to do some skiing this winter. I just need to find the group. I, I guess that's the the key to what we're discussing as well. It's like maybe switching the switching the format up instead of just trying to do your training the way you do your training all year round mm-hmm. utilizing the bad weather to your advantage and yeah and gaining some type of mental toughness exactly towards yeah, it. Yeah. and then you hop on the bike in the summer and the conditions get better and you're like wow this is so much this easier is easy. exactly yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah i had a question for you because you said like yeah 16 kilometers it's like an hour's ride and it's a city ride mm-hmm and you're commuting to work and you have to be there for a certain time. Have you done that kind of commute before? Yes. Well, throughout my uh, throughout university, right. I um the university was in the in the center of the city downtown and um it was a a 9 to 10 kilometer commute for right. me and I would commute 5 days a week right. in snowstorms in really hard weather back in Montreal and I'd show up to class completely wet. And like, I, I swear, I was sure like I'd smell, you know, this humid, damp. like damp. And I'd sit next to someone and they like turn around and look at me. And I'm like, oh, sorry. sorry. Like, <laughs> no one would want to talk the to me. The whole fragrance of sweating <laughs> under like damp clothing. Yeah, and I have like this helmet and it's all wet. And I put it on the table and just people look at me like I'm fucking crazy. And actually once I forgot my log. And I asked the prof, can I please bring... b- put my bike in the lecture? And they're like, yeah, for sure. And it was just like dripping and all <sighs> wet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got used to it. But right. that that's my, uh, also, yeah, my question. Do you feel, because I get frustrated I, when I have a 10 kilometer ride to work. That year when I was in London, I was riding every day to work. All year round, one year, five days a week ride there ride back it was only 10 kilometers mm. but i found myself getting more frustrated about the ride and more like tense because i had to be there for a certain time mm. it took a bit of the enjoyment out of the physical side of it and the mental just going for a ride because mm-hmm. for me it just doesn't feel like i'm going for a ride it feels like i have to be somewhere mm-hmm. do you find that i think so and yeah i mean if you're putting so much effort into needing to commute every single day regardless of the weather sometimes it just makes you so unmotivated to then want to just go out exactly. ride for fun yeah, you know exactly. you're just so exhausted that when the weekend comes you're just you know, like oh fuck that invite you know go on a group ride or a longer ride and you're like man I gotta go on the bike again i'm gonna be on the bike seven days yeah, this yeah, week yeah. you know um i mean some if you do that and you have find joy in it man good for you but i mean i think you gotta sometimes just listen to your body and you know, 
don't feel bad if you want need to take a break you know because that's also the difference between going into winter it's like doing that in the summer getting up in the morning and it's a blue sky and the sun's come up and you're riding your nice track bike to work and the roads are dry you just whip that like that ride seems like half the time because mm -hmm. it's fun but then i find that so hard in the winter to find motivation to exercise and i find even worse using the commute trying to use the commute or doing the commute i find that i get like less into cycling i just don't want to even ride the bike after that mm. but that's uh yeah yeah i think you just got to commit and it becomes type of like a routine and it's just a lifestyle that you you just of kind course. of get into and you just embrace it for a little while and then you know it's just four or five months You do it. You go all in. Horrifying. It's <laughs> <laughs> half the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any group rides coming up then? Who are you going to be riding with in Berlin? Um, actually, there's a meeting this week and we're trying to plan um, some more like gravel group rides, road group rides, and maybe I'll help um, organize some of those. Do you have all your bikes now from Hamburg here? Um, yeah, so I have my two fixed gears. Mm -hmm. um, my, two fixed gears? Yeah, I have ah, yeah, yeah. my Ali Sprint yeah. and my Ranger. Yeah. Um, and I have my Look Gravel, mm -hmm. and I'd like to sell it. So if anyone's in Berlin wants a medium carbon gravel bike, um, medium size. You're always I, trying to sell shit on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It's just going to become like a bike marketplace. Um, I'm thinking of selling it for 3000 Yeah, it's medium. It's a medium, fifty-four. And why um, do you want to get rid of that? Because you want a different one. Because I'm gonna, yeah, probably get a. I want a standard uh, yeah, you gravel. Do. Be I sick. mean, I gotta ride a standard Definitely. gravel. <laughs> And road. Yeah. Do they do a track bike? They have. Yeah, yeah. the um. Uh, yeah, yeah. The what? I, f I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot the name. <laughs> And you work for this brand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's been a, my first week. All right, guys. <laughs> so when you said you had a meeting about more rides, who was that with? Um, All like the marketing team. At, um, at, at work? Yeah. All oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. And how many people work there in the office? I don't know, like maybe 30, okay. 40. So it's quite a big team. Yeah. And does yeah. generally, do, do most people ride? Yeah. 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 And there's quite a camaraderie about group rides, t t team rides. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Because you've already got a bit of a network and a social side mm. of it as well. Yeah. A lot of people actually that work there, like race and ride a lot. So it's... Is that quite inspiring? Nice. To be part of a team? Definitely. Yeah. Is everyone is, is loves cycling. So everyone is there devoted to the same thing, yeah. you know, to the, for the same message. Super happy with the brand mm. that they work for. And not just the brand that they work for, the team itself want to ride. So mm -hmm. it's just perfect. Win-win. Yeah. yeah. And how are you getting along with the job? How was it? Uh, great. Great, great. Yeah. It's really nice to be, I mean, connected with people that have a sim similar, you know, um, passion as you. Um, and learn from, from everyone and learn from the team and grow my skills. I'm so happy you've moved to Berlin. That's so sick that you're actually in Berlin now. It really is just dawning on me that you actually live here now. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think I still haven't wrapped my head yeah, around yeah. it either. I'm yeah. literally just, for, for, I just went, oh, we're now in Berlin. I know yeah. we just had the morning of being in Berlin, but now yeah. you actually live in Berlin and work mm -hmm. at Standard. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Maybe I do need to get another bike now. Maybe you can just give me your gravel bike. Yeah. Until you sell it. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> well, well, when you get your new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. So, um, so actually, if you do get a new one and you haven't sold that yet, mm, we could go for rides. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Because I don't have a bike. Okay. Well, I have a decathlon, well, which you've seen. I was going to come to work tomorrow to see you on the decathlon. <laughs> everyone would like look at you I'm like, what the fuck? Who's this guy? Yeah. We do a podcast about fixed gear. Are you sure? <laughs> um, that doesn't look like a fixed gear to me. It doesn't even like, look what's wrong with this bike? It's got three speed. No, it's five speed, actually. It's oh got grip God. shift. Fucking decathlon bike. How funny would that be to turn up with, stand -up with a decathlon? Oh, my God. You just with embarrass the, with the basket, me. With the basket as well. <laughs> the basket. <laughs> It's oh, even yeah. got like, I haven't even got a pump, so like the tires are oh always like my. half flat, oh and I'm like God, riding around dude. on like 10 psi, Bro. and I'm just like, I don't know how you haven't gotten a pinch flat yet. <laughs> In the Knock city. on wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, tomorrow I might come to the office. Okay. If I do come to the office, are you able to give me a little tour? I think so, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That would be quite nice. Yeah. That. But it is far, so we'll see what time. Because mm -hmm. if I couldn't come at like four, four thirty, mm -hmm. you could just show me around and uh, introduce me. Yeah, and I'll be like, "Hi." With your decathlon bike, fucking hell! Can I bring it in? Oh my god! It, yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> um, yeah, but back to the topic. Um, <laughs> I thought of like maybe straying um, or going uh, towards. T mental toughness but um when it comes to longer distances you know and learning how to you know push yourself and ride longer and longer distances yeah. not only do you um your health physically but also it helps mentally you know yeah to to just push those those limits every For time sure. Yeah. Every time you, I think every time you break some form of mental barrier where you think you can't achieve something mm -hmm. and you actually just do it. Yeah. Because again, it's always like the mind over matter. Mm. We can, as humans, do so much more than we actually think we're capable of. Yeah. And every time, even the, the, the bikepacking trips, I don't ride far distance, but it mentally it's so tough for me to mm -hmm. like every day just live off the bike not know where I'm going, just yeah. plan. Every day is totally a different challenge. So mentally, it. by the time I'm finished, I'm exhausted mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. But when I look back on it, each time I've grown so much from doing yeah. something like that. And then you realize, let's say in the beginning, it's super difficult or it's this crazy, you know, challenge. And then it becomes nothing yeah. because you've done it. And yeah. you're like, oh, I can do something even more difficult yeah. next time. It's like just, uh, I remember last summer for the first time I did my first 200k and it actually wasn't even that hard i mean the last the last hour or two of course like my yeah. lower back was hurting and you know i was getting a bit tired but it was i didn't put too much stress on on the 200 I'm like oh my god this is 200 i just went for it and pedaled and you know just did it and now i think 
you can just you look back and you say oh it's just 200 now and now yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, more yeah, and yeah. more so the times when yeah. i've done 200 on on trips where i've been like right today i'll just do a bit further mm. and then maybe for some reason it's bad weather and you want to keep riding or this is a certain point you want to get to on the map and then i do 200k and then i still get up the next day and just be like yeah, I go back to doing 100k, but it's just like the men. Uh, when you look back on doing things like that, it looks so much easier than what you put on yourself before you do it or when you're trying to do it. Mm-hmm. So, what would be the next step for you then to push your mental strength? Um, I think. Well, ideally, <laughs> what I would should be doing and what I would like to. Um, it's not just like train um, on the bike, but also maybe look into dieting and uh, mm. having like, m- focusing more on like the nutrition nutrition side of things mm-hmm. uh, for this season coming up. But if um, I just don't want to overwhelm myself with too many challenges, especially working full time, yeah, um, I'm gonna have to just prioritize certain things i think you should um, i'm not trying to become a pro level athlete i'm just wanna you know keep your level going yeah keep my level going personal and, progression yeah. yeah and have fun and compete and just have this yeah fun competitive side to to racing but um always have fun doing it because sure. like i said i've seen so many like of my friends and athletes where you know you try and race so hard and train so hard and it affects your mental health on the negative side, where you know you compare your stats on Strava to so many other riders. And do you, you do that? No, Have you? I mean, I no, I don't even bother like going and checking the FTP of someone because it's it's doesn't um, FTP. yeah FTP like the um, um, threshold power uh, of someone of a rider is how much watts they can push um, within a given amount of time. Uh, and How many watts can you push? I mean, <laughs> depending how much time. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I don't even know what's what. It, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we should like focus on comparing ourselves. We should always just focus on ourselves, you know. Totally. And, um, your teeth are very white. You look great. Oh, You've got great okay. teeth. My Everyone's called the other day really? and Sam's like, you got great skin. I'm like, no one's told me that before. No one's told me about my you got teeth. Great teeth. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Compliments. Just, mine are terrible at the minute. Anyway, <laughs> off topic. Um, teeth. <laughs> that, speaking of teeth, I need to get a dentist appointment. Oh, it's hard in Berlin. Oh, God. Yeah. It's really hard in Berlin. Are you going to ride to work tomorrow? I don't know yet. I'm going to move in. And yeah. my Also, about speaking of the Ranger, um, I have to really maintain it. The BB cracks like crazy. It's yeah, been like, you've been saying this for... Yeah, like, over a year. Since I haven't, we started the podcast, you've been saying... Oh. Yeah, I haven't maintained that, that bike in a very long time. It's crusty and horrible... <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Is there a workshop at the office? Yeah. So yeah, you have so enough, can, so you could just do a bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to order the B, the bottom bracket and the BB. change it. Yeah, the BB. And you can always mm. pop into Lenka. Mm. 
and see Paul. Yeah, Paul. And have you met Timo? Timo, maybe. He works there as yeah. well? That maybe I met him, but... Um, Is it generally... Um, will you be speaking German in the office more than anything, or will you be speaking... English? It's primarily English. Yeah. Like, the communication is in English. Um, but yes, the name is... Obviously, there's yeah. two, we are in German. Speaking so. in German, but I, I understand the conversations often. Yeah. Cool. yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Any challenges for you about the bike? I mean... Even I don't train, do I? But I, I tend to go once or twice a week out on my bike to do enough physical exercise for me to feel like I've trained. Hmm. Or you've got some exercise. I've got some exercise. Yeah. I've burnt off some, you know, energy, some, you know, weekend beers or midweek beers or mm. every day of the week beers. <laughs> but right now I just want to hibernate. I don't know how everyone else feels, but I just I want to eat and drink and not even think about the bike so much at the moment. Mm. It's the season, I think. I am definitely enjoying still riding my BMX more, though. Mm. Like, even going to the skate park for an hour with Christoph. And I haven't, sadly, I, because I'm moving around a lot, I don't have a BMX here. And anyway, I wouldn't even know where to go here, where it's dry, where I could mm. ride. But in London, at least I can, you know... There's loads of dry spots mm-hmm. that you can go in session. Yeah. I mean, I was learning backwards manuals the other day and really Ooh, getting them backwards manual. Sick. Christoph and me, we, we had like a two-hour session and starting to get it. Insane. Uh, but now I've been off the bike again for two, a week and a half. Mm. I want to do it regularly. Yeah. Maybe I should get a BMX for here as well. Yeah, and it's small. It could just fit in... In your pocket. Yeah. You could keep it at your flat. I could. <laughs> How big is your place? Um, it's a one-bedroom apartment, and I have a pretty big um, closet, so I can fit like a couple. <laughs> I can fit a couple of bikes in right. the closet. Uh, is there a keller? There is, but I don't I would... have access to the keller. Ah, okay, because yeah. it's yeah, yeah. someone else's. Yeah. Okay. Are you excited yeah. to move in and have your own place for yes. the next? Yeah. Yeah. Living on your own. Yeah. Do you want to live on your own? Yes. So yeah. much better living on yeah. your own. Yeah. Because you've been sharing for a... a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy you're in Berlin. Yeah. It's so much cooler than being in Hamburg. <laughs> in Hamburg. I can't believe it. I mean, Hamburg did perfectly good for you. You got... Mm. It was just a place to like rest and sleep and then move on again the next weekend like to some another... But you got this job from, via that time. Yeah. I mean, you went through a few jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't get fired from this <laughs> yes, one. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you looking forward to fully getting back into routine and work and the job and the life? Yeah, definitely. Um, just uh, to get into a routine. Um, also, just to work on projects, you know, yeah, to yeah. be creative and... Which is the structure you get when you're actually employed by a good company like that. Yeah, exactly. They're creative. And they really seem to take uh, into consideration my ideas. Fantastic. And my taste and the style and my vision. So it's really nice to incorporate that um, with the other colleagues and just to be... Do you want to talk a bit more about it, what you're actually going to be doing? Um, Uh, We'll do that in the after show. Yeah, we'll do... Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about that in the after show. Yeah, yeah. To listeners. Um... 
But back to the the topic, I just thought of something. Mm -hmm. Um, How cycling, uh, I find not only can it help you mentally and physically, just the the sport itself, but also the community that it it brings and the different types of communities that are built around, whether it's fixed gear, whether it's going gravel riding, whether it's, you know, training and racing and road cycling. Bikepacking or BMX or... Yeah. They're all part of, they all have their own community. Yeah. And what's really cool is having these different communities and feeling connected to them and meeting people. I'm sure we've all made some pretty close friends through cycling and through these communities and having the support from them. I mean, like just seeing uh, everyone at Hop, you know, getting to experience everyone there um, it's they've... actually I you do make a good point because even though I don't have the motivation to ride you still have the people I still have yeah. the people and yeah. I do go much more, more often than I should I, I am at hop either at the bike shop now or at the bar or in the actually I rode the skate park for the first time oh. on my BMX <laughs> I had like 20 minutes Ben let me go in on the BMX for 20 Sick. minutes in, and I really and enjoyed it and you did it. like the ramp like I went the, in the street section yeah. not the mini ramp uh, okay. in the street section I can't really ride mini ramps well I'll, tr- I'll try but I'm not so good but anyway I'm definitely using Hop as still a hub and a community and an open place where I can go be with my friends and it's still an amazing community that I can just turn up at any point and especially with my schedule and my non-routine I know I'm away two weeks three weeks and I come back and I just walk straight there off the train and there's people there that are loving and caring and Mm. everyone's going through their own thing community side right now is probably more important for me than the cycling the physical side of it actually riding my bike Mm-hmm. So I think that's, yeah. I mean, this podcast is what we try to promote and build is the community side of mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, let's keep that side going. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the hard month. Yeah. yeah. And if you do want to then find more motivation to go ride, there's still people there that are like keen to mm-hmm. ride through the winter. So mm. you buzz off each other. Exactly. So instead of me being like, no, I don't want to go for a ride, if I go there and someone's like, let's go for a ride. I'm more likely to find the motivation to mm-hmm. actually get out and do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you'll, uh, yeah, you'll have to find a nice... I mean, you've got the people at work, but yeah. you'll start to find the communities here as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, not just fixed gear riding. Yeah, yeah. Because as we know, Berlin is not the best city for <laughs> fixed gear. That can be a whole other episode on yeah. the history and the drama of the fixed gear scene in, in Berlin. Berlin. It's, yeah, I think actually we should talk this, about it. In, like soap operas of Berlin so, fixed gear. Yeah, we should do something about that in the next coming episodes because mm. it's changed so much since I left probably. Mm. Anyway, I think that's enough. Short and sweet, guys. Um, thank you, as always, for listening. I think uh, we're going to just wrap that up and go into a little after show and talk about Amanda's job. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone, as always. Yeah, stay stay healthy, stay happy. And Keep promoting yeah. community, be buzzing. Yeah, support each other. And um, during this cold winter, yeah. stay, stay safe. Stay safe. 
All right. And that wraps up another episode of the Slow Spin Society podcast. Everything we discussed today will be in the show notes on the blog, slowspinsociety.com, along with the various articles and write-ups Paul posts every two weeks. Slow Spin Society is proud to be a listener-supported podcast. If you get value out of the show, why not consider putting some value back in? You can visit patreon.com slash slowspinsocietypodcast to join the community. We're pledging at any level will grant you access to the extended version of the show. Special thanks goes to Niels, our editor, and the 47 Patreons making this show possible and ad-free. We love you guys. You can also find us on our Discord server. The invite link is also in the show notes or with our Instagram account, Slow Spin Society. Rob is KarenZ.co and Paul goes by at underscore Paul underscore you and I go by Amanda Seaburger. Sharing the podcast with your friends is by far the best, easiest way to support the show or by giving us a good review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any platform of your choice. The music for the show is Lovely Sooner by Amaria, and the illustration is by me. And the illustration is by Paul. Thanks so much for listening, and see you guys soon.